Hello, and welcome again to my show, Searching for Integrity. My name really is John Smith, and I'm searching for people with integrity. Why? Because our country suffers from IDD, Integrity Deficit Disorder. Today, we are going to explore more about, with yours truly, as your host and the guest, at the helm, engaging with Q&A question and answers. I'll play both parts of these information concerning recession. Recession, recession, recession. It's all I hear. It's all I see. And I hear a lot of questions about recession. And hopefully I can uh, answer some of those as we get along and go along. Uh, first thing I would like to do with, uh, introduce, would be um, the title uh, is The Fed's Job Isn't Finished Yet. And it certainly isn't. People are asking if it's soon or is it later? And believe me, it's going to be later. Um, the answer to the question is, Fed's job isn't finished yet. Hmm. Okay, inflation is getting lower, yet it's still not low. Last month, the U.S. Department of Labor re released inflation data for October. The Consumer Price Index, CPI, which tracks the change in price of consumer goods, increased 7.7% in October 22, compared with 21. Believe it or not, the investors took it as an encouraging sign. The CPI was 8.2% year over year in September and 9.1% in June. The market took off on the positive news. Things are definitely better now than they were in June. That being said, inflation is still historically high. We haven't seen levels like this since the 1980s. Here's why investors were excited. Federal Reserve is looking for some sort of positive news as well. They will be in to sign in and stop raising interest rates so aggressively. The Fed has been dogmatic in its pursuit of lower inflation. Its primary weapon this year has been rate hikes. The idea is that by raising rates, it will become more expensive for companies and consumers to borrow money. Demand will fall and the economy as a whole will slow down. That will bring inflation down with it. The Fed's benchmark interest rate was nearly zero back in March before inflation took off. <clears throat> Today, target range is nearly 4%. The average rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage has jumped from just over 3% at the start of the year to about 7% now. As long as inflation keeps rising, the Fed will continue raising rates. 
So the market rejoiced with when inflation declined last month. And this trend continues, if this trend continues, the central bank might be able to take its foot off the gas after the CPI report came out. Vice Chair Leo Brainerd said that he might, uh, the Fed might decrease the size of its next rate hike. This is important because it takes time for rate hikes to work their way through the economy. Raising rates doesn't immediately lower inflation. Spending and growth can take months to slow down. Because of this, there's something of a lag between the Fed taking action and our seeing the results. If the central bank keeps raising rates when it doesn't need to, it could go too far. It might end up hurting the economy more than necessary. That's why the actual inflation number isn't necessarily the best gauge for when to stop rate hikes. Instead, the Fed looks at the overall trend. The next big question is exactly when the Fed should start to ease up. And your guess is, is, my, is, is mine and well. Uh, actually, the... Uh, it's probably sometime in 2023 at the earliest, probably mid-year 2023. And uh, it's, it's something that we know about and we hear about it, but it doesn't really ring a bell with everybody. You know, everybody's got a different opinion of it, especially the economists. Hmm. I... Um, Fed has the right to consider slowing down the rates. However, we're not ready to celebrate just yet. Some history, back in the 40s, market traded sideways for about a year and a half after the Fed started raising rates. If we use that as our guide, we can expect the same thing in the near term. It will take time for the economy to digest these interest rate hikes, even if the Fed starts backing off. In the meantime, don't expect this market to keep climbing like it has over the past decade. Sell the highs and buy the lows. We'll likely get a shallow recession before stocks take off again. Yes, 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 yes. Demand has skyrocketed, as you've seen, driven interest rates high. Prices of homes have taken the ceiling out and not taking much attention to that. But they do know that housing has gone berserko in terms of its price, how it's priced. And when it's going to come back down. And if you check, let's say you're looking for buying a home. Uh, you can check the MLS, Multiple Listing Service, and ask them, uh, for instance, realtor.com. 
uh, and you can go into your area where you're looking for something that's basically been too high. Now it's going too low. And what they're saying is that there's price reductions and they're very, very well placed price productions. We don't think about $500 or $1,000. Some of these uh, big, big dollar productions, uh, predictions are 40 to $50,000 as a reduction of the price. And, and of course, the people that, that had to just had to have it and they couldn't wait for it last month, they brought, bought it at the high side. This, this way now, you're getting in the lower side, and we believe there are going to be some more in the future, in the near future, I will say. Um, I have uh, some questions. Uh, here's one. How likely is a recession in 2023? A later recession is most likely, one beginning in late 2023 or early 2024. Predictions of risk recession, recession uh, timing are much more difficult than the eventual arrival of recession. So these forecasts should be taken with a grain of salt. How you like that? When was the last time you threw a grain of salt over your shoulder? Another question, will there be a recession in 2023? Well, will the economy, what will the economy look like in 2023? We expect the U.S. economy to go into recession as we enter 2023. Following a large drop in the U.S. gross GDP in 2020 due to the impact of COVID-19 pandemic, the U.S. economy experienced rapid growth for much of 2021. However, in 2022, this growth monument momentum began to sputter. And that we pay attention to. And that we're looking again still, what does a recession mean in 2023? And the answer is, the growing consensus among economists is that the U.S. economy will enter a recession in 2023. Recessions tend to go hand in hand with major stock market declines and widespread unemployment. Without proper preparation, recessions can evocably damage your financial stability. The Fed had a rate hike this past month, and in that process, it was uh, based upon the employment report that came out last week. Um, that doesn't really help it in terms of it being a recession or not. One of the things that does happen with the recession, there will be more unemployed. Uh, CBO 
expects economic growth in 2023 to be slower than it projected most recently. Reflecting recent developments, including higher interest rates and faster in 2024 as the economy recovers. The CBO, I think that's the central uh, banking office. Um, questions about CBO's current view of the economy in 2023 and 2024. As, are we headed for a recession? For the most part, economists say any looming recession in the U.S. would likely be mild or moderate, in part because the unemployment rate remained near a five-decade low well into 2022. Um, that was also brought into the attention of the Fed board last week. What's the recession? And how close are we to one? This is a lot of repetition, but it, you'll get different answers, slightly different answers. What can you buy during a recession? Well, you can buy communication services, consumer discretionary, consumer staples, energy, financials, healthcare, industrials, information technology. Those are some of the core items that tend to perform well during recessions. Another question, what to invest in during a recession? What can you buy during a recession? Are we about to be in a recession? A recession is significant decline in economic activity that can last months or even years. Most experts agree we aren't in a recession yet, but that we could be headed for one in 2023. There are steps you can take to prepare emotionally and financially for a recession. <clears throat> I recall a recession once upon a time in the 70s uh, and also in the 60s and uh, didn't have much of an impact on me. Uh, I was in high school and college. Uh, so let's expect some of those things coming into our life that are going to direct us in one way or another. And that would be the careful way. How do I prepare for a recession? Steps Americans are taking to prepare for possible recession. For instance, one, delaying major purchases like a home or a car. Number two, paying down debt. 29% was favorite of that. Planning to reduce holiday spending, 28%. Allocating more income to savings, 24%. Staying in a job they don't enjoy, 
14%. I left off the uh, number one, the delaying major purchases like a home or a car, and that was 34%. Delaying big purchases, reducing debt, how to prepare for a recession. How will the economy be in 2024? We maintain our call for a U.S. recession to begin in Q4 2022. That's where we are now. After five consecutive quarters of negative real GDP growth, 2024 will likely see an only muted recovery. We expect hikes of 75 basis points in November and December, 50 basis points in February, and 25 points in March to a terminal rate of 5.25% to 5.5% before cuts come around again in September of 23. This will give you an interesting guess about what the Fed is and what they're doing with respect to trying to um, muter over the time their interest rates increases. Uh, here's an easy one. How will the economy be, economy, sorry, in 2024? which is worse, a depression or a recession. While recession and depression both describe periods of economic decline, these terms are not interchangeable. The depression is significantly worse than a recession and much rarer. Recession versus depression. How long will a recession last? The guess is about 10 months, but we don't know for sure. We really don't. The riskiest industries to work in include real estate, construction, manufacturing, retail, leisure, and hospitality. These are items that are going to suffer in a recession. There's a zillion, jillion questions. We'll continue this uh, next week in our episode. Then I thank my listeners for being patient with me. And my information is good. You can count on it. Your advice is good. My advice is good. Please tell our listeners. And I do. Thank you very much, listeners. And thank you for tuning in to Searching for Integrity. So long and happy trails to all.